That's a little different, but that's okay. That's what we are. We are a little different. That's right. It is time for Bet Your Ass with Rafael Esparza. That's right, folks. Powered by First Financial Bank, 317-417-8582. And Sean Nugent, the rock star realtor, 317-503-8322. Rafael, my man, what is going on, brother? Not much, just, uh, you know, getting ready to watch some Monday Night Football, getting ready to watch some WWE Raw. There's no World Series tonight, so I'm kind of disappointed because I don't know if people have not been watching it because I'm sure the creme of the creme football is on TV, but you have missed a, a great, great, great World Series. So uh, I highly, highly recommend we can see the Dodgers close it out tomorrow maybe. Uh, but Blake Snell maybe has different plans for the Dodger bats. But uh, it's been interesting. The, the over has cashed four out of the last five games. Uh, last night was the only game it did not go over. And it should have because the, both the Dodgers and the Rays left a lot of men on base. So uh, it was pretty interesting. I was perfectly fine with it staying under because, sir, that is what I bet on. <laughs> I bet I had the over in every game, so I couldn't. Even though I know Kershaw was on the mound, and I know he's been he's been outstanding in the playoffs, but how could you bet the under? Even though the way the Dodgers bats, I mean, let's face it, that that game should have flown over if you kind of think about it. I mean, it was well, when so it started what, three to nothing in the second. Yeah, so uh, congratulations, but I don't mind losing. Like I said, I cast four straight tickets on the over before that loss, so I don't mind. Yep, there you go. Well, speaking of, let's stick with the World Series. I want to hear your odds. Is it going to seven? Or is the, you know is what? the series over tomorrow night? I, I, I mean, I, I already told you I want the Dodgers to win the World Series. I'm a National League guy no matter what just because of born and raised as a Cup fan. But uh, Snell versus Goslin, we okay. might see a game seven. I mean, let's face it. And I want to see it even though, I, again, I would like to see the Dodgers close it out. But – how can you tell me that I'm going to get Blake Snell plus 115, 120 tomorrow against Coslin? I mean, I just don't understand. I thought maybe it would have been closer to a pick maybe minus 110, maybe minus 115 on Blake Snell. I know Blake Snell has had some bad troubles with the Dodger bats, but I'm sorry. I mean, it's it's do or die for the Rays and Blake mm-hmm. Snell, and they got – one of their aces on the mound. So uh, you figure May's probably not going to be able to come out of the bullpen uh, like that he did for the Dodgers. I mean, they used a lot of pictures yesterday because Kershaw didn't go all full six. But I'm hoping I see a game seven on Wednesday. But at the same time, I'd like to see the, uh, the this, this series close out. But for me, I'm going to take play. I'm going to probably take Snell plus the money tomorrow. I wholeheartedly agree with you, sir. And I am also an NL fan being the – the true C of the NL Central being the Reds, but yeah, they still they still play baseball. Yeah, they do. But here's the thing, real quick. I know we've gotten into it before on, on previous shows. I want to hear your thoughts on the DH because I can't stand it. Either do I. I mean, it's okay. I'm old school baseball, national, and I don't even mind American League having it just because I've grown up with it already. So now, isn't I mean, it next year though that they're switching it to the whole league? I don't know. I think I heard it. I heard they're still going back and forth, back and forth. I hope the National League doesn't. I think it's better managing uh, for National League. I think that's why I think that it's harder to be a National League manager than it is to be an American League manager. So I would hate to hate to see it. Uh, I don't mind the extra innings. The guy on seconds. I mean, like some of these games, 18, 19, 20th innings I've seen in the past. Uh, I don't want to see those. So I don't mind uh, that rule. Okay, I agree with you. 
Now, let's jump back into the UFC. We saw Khabib retire. Quotation marks. So, you put out some prop bets and said who would Khabib be facing next. I have a feeling, my personal opinion, if he actually does come back, because I really think that he's pretty strong on his word to his mother, but something could change. I really think that if he does come back, and Usman is still the champ, that right there will be the super fight of the year. I I can see that. I mean, I don't think it would be a big pay-per-view draw. I mean, no disrespect for Usman. He's not a name. Kahib is a name. Uh, So I I just don't see what would be the reason for him to come back for Usman. Let's say... Connor comes out and beats uh, Dustin, and then he gets the belt, and then maybe he defends it. Let's say he beats Gaethje or he beats Tony Ferguson, and he's uh, he's won. Then I can maybe see him coming out for the big, big, big payday. Or I would not be shocked. Hey, you know what? I'll put the gloves on, and uh, Floyd Mayweather's been chopping his chomps, and I'll, put, I'll jump in the ring because, let's face it, these UFC guys want the big paydays like boxers get. No disrespect for UFC, but, hey, you signed that UFC contract. You knew what you were getting in with with Dana White only having uh, a one deal. You can't bring your own logos in like back in the old days in UFC. So don't be complaining about your paycheck. You signed that deal. If you want to do other sports, there's other ways. Bellator, I mean, even though Bellator is a weaker division, but you make a lot more money probably mm-hmm. going over there. But uh, I, I would think – I'm thinking he's probably true to his word. I mean, you saw the emotions come out. Uh, I'm not going to wood. I have not lost my father. Uh, but I just heard it's, it's, it's for, a guy, for a guy that was been in his corner since day one in, mm-hmm. in mixed martial arts, training him, and not to have him in his first fight and then win it. And then your mom telling you it felt weird. She, she didn't even want him to fight this fight because mm-hmm. he wasn't in the race. So when mom says something <laughs> – I'm sorry, usually, uh, uh, I don't know how old his mom is, maybe, knock on wood, I mean, our mothers and fathers don't last forever, maybe back, maybe, because he's a kind of a young guy still, he's not like he's in his 30s and all that, mm-hmm. I still think the UFC main guys would love to see GSP and Kahib, even though GSP said that, uh, yeah. I think he's been out so long, I, I don't think I want to see that, but I think the Usman fight uh, would be kind of cool to see. There would be no difference in watching the Tito and Liddell three. It was like that was. I'm a. I've always been a Tito fan. I, but there was no reason for either one of them guys to come in there and do what they did. Yes, he got his. He's got his win finally against them. But that's not. The, come on, that's not the same fighter that we saw 10, 15 years ago fighting each other. You know, it, it, age does play a factor. Yeah, I would like to see like a round robin. Like, okay, we know McGregor's probably going to fight Poirier probably sometime in January. Let's put the rematch with Ferguson and Gahey. And then the winner goes up. The winner of both fights goes, uh, hopefully, a live event in 2021 for the, life, for the, for the belt. Well, you know that I'm sure that Dana's going to throw the interim name into the mix of the Poirier and McGregor fight. Oh, I'm sure he is. And then I would I would assume that Ferguson and Gaethje is the next powerhouse fight in that division. So those two winners should be fighting. 
Keep an eye out for Michael Chandler. I mean, yeah, uh, for yeah. for for a fight for uh, for Justin Gaethje, that could be an interesting, uh, interesting fight. And I know everyone's talking about Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, I don't think uh, he's in the mix. But uh, keep an eye out for Michael Chandler. Yep, I like him. I, I've watched him for a few years now, and I think that he's he's definitely priming up. Let's just say that he's yes. definitely priming up. I agree. Um. Do you see anybody relevant in the UFC now making the swap over to, let's say, bare knuckle fighting? Bare knuckle is throwing a lot of money mm-hmm. around. That's right. Paige Van Zandt said she wasn't going to sign her kind con- a new contract with UFC because uh, they uh, uh, threw her a bunch of money. I don't know. I think I would not be shocked if we see. These UFC fighters uh, maybe jump over to uh, a Bellator, and make a quick buck, or even I when I be shocked to see some of these uh, jump into wrestling and make a big buck. We all know how much Tyson Fury got for an appearance. We all know how much Cain uh, Velasquez made uh, for his appearance. He sh- uh, he got cut just because of COVID. They let him go because of COVID. I heard he was still training and. Uh, he didn't want to just come in and be a prop. He wanted to actually be a full-time wrestler. So he was in the midst of training uh, when he got cut during all the COVID. So he I would not be seem like he was going to be good at it, though. I mean, the 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 times that I actually saw him in the ring, yeah. I was like, man, you just—I don't think you have it for that. Now, he doesn't have the TV personality for it. I right. think there's some people. I think Connor would be great in WWE. Or uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think there's uh, Jorge uh, Masvidal would be great. Even Ferguson would be great. Uh, the question so. just popped up right there, yeah. right as we were saying it, too. You know what? That's a great question, and, and he's really close friends with Triple H and uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, he, so he's uh, really tight with them. I think down the road we'll see Connor uh, in the WWE. I don't know if it's going to be a full-time wrestler or maybe an entertainment contract like we saw with Ronda Rousey. Uh, but I, I know Connor wants to make uh, that buck for the next couple of years. So that's why I would not be shocked if he steps in the boxing ring one more time. So uh, God uh, help us all, for the love of God, do not step Connor McGregor back into a boxing match until so, he at least has had some training because oh, that's I agree. awful. That's I agree. Awful. I, I I couldn't agree more on that one. So uh, it'd be interesting. I don't think a lot of these stars will go to bare knuckle. Maybe down the road we'll start seeing the older ones go down there. <laughs> I would not be shocked to see both the Diaz boys go to bare knuckles uh, and give us a, a nice show. I guarantee that they would. They would be up for that because, like you said, the money's flowing over there. Yeah. And they're they're about that money, and they can throw them hands, man. I yeah, mean, it's going to be very interesting to see who they sign next because they, they're not done with big names, I don't think. No. No, they're coming up. They're coming up. Uh, one, of those, one of those prop bets you had odds on the AEW, was that Connor? Or was that uh, no, that was for Kahib. Uh, okay. His next fight will be in either a wrestling wrestling ring, either WWE or AEW. I had to throw, I had to throw that in. There's no chance he goes in there. But anytime I talk about UFC or, or wrestling, I gotta throw that in there. I agree. I agree. Now let's get to tonight's football game: Bears and Rams. What do you have, in your opinion, is the best? Prop bet of the night. Mine, I'm throwing Robinson in, is definitely scoring um, at least once throughout the game. 
for the Bears, and the Bears win the first half. I can see that. I can see the Bears winning the first half. I like uh, total field goals under uh, three and a half. I think we're going to see some touchdown passes being thrown. I don't see uh, a lot that many. Uh, I think if it's going to be close yardage, you're going to see a lot of go for four and ones, four and twos. I think field position is going to be very important in this game. So I don't think we're going to see that many field goals and, and, and total sacks. We're all talking about it. Oh, by Donald and the Bears defense. I bet the under four and a half. So I had to just because of the hype that everyone's on this defensive game. Uh, usually when you're so hyped in a defensive game, it's usually a dud. Uh, so I bet the under four and a half sacks. I thought that was I thought that was really good. And I almost, almost bet the over four and a half touchdowns. Uh, like I said, I think I was going to be that's I think, total between the two teams, right? Yeah, between the two teams. Eh, I, I thought, I, like I said, I think we're going to see a little more points than uh, maybe what the odds makers and what the public is thinking tonight. See, I'm still thinking the under overall, though, but I'm not. I, I, I'm you got me questioning myself. Now, I, I will agree with you. I mean, it's the Bears. D, it's the Bears' offense. I totally agree with you. Well, yeah. I mean that. That's. That's kind of a, ta- a flip out of a flip of a coin there. It's like, okay, which Foles is going to show up? Is the line going to be able to block for him? Does the run game get done at all? We'll see on either side if the run game works because if not, we are in for a shootout. Yeah, I mean, the Bears are what? Uh, their last 13 road games as an underdog, 10 of them have gone under the total. So, like I said, the Bears the Bears win games not on their arms and legs and of offense. It's usually turnovers and sacks and the defense playing big key. So I totally understand uh, why you, you would think that. But like I said, for me, if I'm going to watch it, I don't want to watch an under game. <laughs> See, I'm a defensive guy, man. I love the defense, and defense wins championships. Well, I normally do. I mean, that's why I love the Steelers Tennessee game because I thought we we're going to see a really good defensive battle. But for a Monday night game, I'm always talking about ratings and how people bet and stuff like that. So I always want to see an entertaining, high flying game. That's why I hate the Thursday night games because those games are usually boring, low scoring, uh, snooze fest. <laughs> well,. I was on the edge of my seat last Thursday. I actually got a second win of the year. Woohoo. And I'm in first place in the division. Nice. <laughs> and you get the two five and one or two four and one. And you get to play the Dallas. the I can't even I don't even know what to say about them. I mean, I'm if I'm Andy Dalton, let's talk about that hit. Mm-hmm. If I'm Andy Dalton. I'm I'm at home giving uh, giving my team the two birds and say I'm not going in that locker room. I'm done. I'm like what you guys showed me. Not not one person helping me up. Not one person. Uh, that was so disrespectful. If that was Dak yep. Prescott, the, the whole team would have came out. They would have brought the the bus. They would have brought a gurney. It would have been like Paul Pierce getting hurt in the playoffs. But if I'm Andy Dunn, that, that just shows me right there. There's no team leadership. In that locker room, we're in that in that sideline, and I don't know if it was all on Dak. Maybe he has the whole team leadership, and he's the voice of that. But someone had to step up when he got hurt and be that voice. And right now, we have no voice. If I'm Andy Dalton, screw you guys! I ain't coming back. I would wholeheartedly agree with you, and I'm sure my brother's watching. He's a Cowboys fan, and he probably would agree with you too. That goes back to the awesome uh, life lesson: you treat the CEO and the janitor with the same type of respect because who knows what that janitor will be tomorrow. 
I 100% agree with you right there. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the Eagles, I think, are in the driver's seat. I mean, even though we have no idea who's going to be the quarterback uh, for the Cowboys uh, for uh, for for next week's game, so that should be interesting. I mean, the Eagles are – Sunday night, right? Or Sunday night game, I'm sorry. I mean, let's face it, the Eagles will be – uh, the the favorites uh, I don't have. Uh, what, what I'm thinking about is probably going to be <laughs> Eagles seven seven and a half. Uh, you uh, see probably- that, Rafael? You bet. You might want to <laughs> tell Tom Racker what team you really are for. <laughs> uh, I, the the Eagles will be a big uh, probably seven and a half point spread uh, when we put when we put a number on this. Because face it. Dalton's probably not going to play. I just don't see him getting re, uh, released from the concussion protocol after that hit. No. And the Dallas is just horrendously, horrendous bad. I, I guess maybe I'll, I'll go to the movies or clear the DVR because I ain't going to watch that game. Well, I know two people at least who will be watching that. Is That's Tom Racker and myself because, uh, yeah, that's our two teams. And we've been bitter rivals since the day he was born, six and a half years after me. And he wants and he wants Tony Romo to come. Back. I like Tony Romo as an announcer. I don't want him to come back. I like him as an announcer. I, he's like my Alex A Rod in baseball. Hated A Rod as a player, but man, I sure like him as a as an analysis and on TV explaining it. Same thing with Tony Romo. I was never a big Tony Romo fan, but man, mm-hmm. I can listen to him break down a game while I watch a game. I think it's a, a really really good. Regardless of my hate towards the Cowboys, that right there. I will not disagree with you at all because Tony Romo is one of the best commentators scrapping each play that he can and telling you exactly what's going on before it even happens. That's yeah. the best part. I so agree. You know he have he still has a an eye for the field. Obviously. I, I couldn't agree more. Now let's go to the uh, the Metcalf catch or, or I should say the Metcalf wrap up on uh, – I can't remember who it was on the defense that intercepted that pass, was running. Oh, for Arizona? Yeah. That was Man, impressive. That was very impressive. I want to know as an odds maker, if you were able to make odds in the game live just like that, let's say you guys see an interception and right then and there you, are, you guys are able to actually put an odds on is he going to get a pick six or not. Those odds would have been hellacious, in my opinion, hellaciously high for him taking it in. Oh yeah, just for the first, I would say maybe his burst of speed right off the get-go. He's probably minus eight dollars to get the pick six. <laughs> easily, easily. And if it was live betting, uh, once uh, Metcalf came close, maybe it was in the picture view of your TV. He's probably down to minus three dollars, and then maybe not because. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, the spurt that he got off when he picked six, and then all of a sudden, out of the, you you were you were just watching him. Okay, he's going to make the pick six, and then out of the mm-hmm. corner of your eye, who's this guy? <laughs> right. So, yeah, easily, easily minus $8 favor from his first two steps of catching that ball easily. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. Let's look at the college game real quick, and everybody's talking about this big upset. I'm sitting there actually watching it. Um at the the grill around the neighborhood with my wife and the two kids got there about five minutes left in the game and the game i'm talking about if you guys don't already know is the iu penn state game i got there about five minutes left in the game obviously stayed until it was done and over with because i had to see it 
I'm going to talk about it more so tomorrow with Damon on our uh, Taco Tuesday show, but I want to hear your opinion on that. The end of the game, your opinion. Did the ball cross the plane or not? No, I, it didn't. I, I don't know the mythical rules of crossing a plane or the pylon has a force that if the wind's blowing a certain way, it's in, <laughs> it, it wasn't a touchdown, plain and simple. I mean, my sister who graduated from IU for an odds maker who needed that on the other, who needed that for, for a win, I'll take it. Uh, congratulations, sis, your IU got <laughs> upset Penn State. But I, you know what? Even before that, if you're Penn State, you had many chances to close out IU, and you didn't. It's a, one play should not be the outcome of how that whole game started. You had many reasons. You were controlling the ball and forgot to run the ball in the fourth quarter. Uh, you had many options to close them out, and you didn't. So uh, was it a touchdown? No. With Penn State, I didn't think they were. It should have been ranked that high anyways because they were missing a lot of people because of COVID and people who had come back. So I thought that could have been very interesting uh, a trap game for them. I would, this is not the same Penn State team we've seen in the past four or five years. So I thought they were going to be vulnerable, and they looked vulnerable. So uh, big, big, big uh, uh, props for the Big Ten. Hey, they came out. Some of these teams came out swinging and swinging hard. Michigan winning on the road to Minnesota. Khakis gets a big win on Minnesota. Uh, IU, we had just mentioned, winning against Penn State. Wisconsin coming mm-hmm. out a big win. And then their quarterback has tested positive. Now he's waiting to see if he gets a, a COVID test because in the in Big Ten, you have to wait 21 days. Uh, to, oh, my. So he can miss a lot of games if that's the case. So, But hats off for the Big Ten. They swung, but they came out swinging big. And even the Mountain West, Boise State looked good. Uh, on Saturday, a few people were sleeping around uh, and then catch Mountain West football. Okay. Well, before I move on to anything else, do you have anything that you are just dying to talk about? No, I mean, so we got some really, really good, interesting matchups this week. I can't wait to, to come back next week and talk about some of the outcomes because I think we could see some really good uh, different outcomes in college football and in the NFL. So I think next week's show, uh, we could be talking. We could be talking about uh, Philly. I don't want to say putting a hold, but I think making a big step and maybe separating in your horrible division if they uh, if, Boy, if they beat sucks. <laughs> if they beat that uh, Pittsburgh uh, Baltimore. I mean, we could, uh, could they still be undefeated? Pittsburgh, can you imagine if people if Pittsburgh are not the favorites and they win the NFC or AFC if they come out and win at Tennessee and win at Baltimore? Would you still put them up against uh, the who's one and one A? Is it Kansas City one and Pittsburgh one A, or is it P- Pittsburgh one and Kansas City one A if they beat Baltimore? That should be a fantastic game. Why isn't that game? No disrespect to your Dallas Philly, but why isn't Pittsburgh Baltimore the seven twenty game? You know, I'd honestly agree with you. Other than the the flex schedule is not up yet, so <laughs> NFL I should mean, be flex. flexing already. NFL should be flex from week one. I agree. I well, agree. I'm sorry, week two, maybe week two. Well, yeah, week two. So going to that idea, I- I'm going to jump back to college real quick because Damon and I have had discussion after discussion, and this has something to do with. So you got the um, the rankings for the top twenty five in college. I, my opinion, there should be no rankings in college until at least week six. But with Ohio State and Penn State, the, really those two of the Big Ten being notif- or noticed that high in the rankings, starting off that hadn't even played a game yet, 
And then Ohio State playing one game and jumping into the, the top three. Do you agree with the AP um, voting? Do you disagree with it? And if you do disagree with it, what as an odds maker in you, in, on your end would you change about it? Well, first of all, we could care less about the AP. We love the AP <laughs> as an odds maker because we love when someone comes up to the betting window with the USA Today looking at the AP ratings, and that's how they're making their bets. Thank you for making your bets that way because we win a lot of money that way. <laughs> uh, I understand why they jumped them to number three, Ohio State, because let's face it, were you going to jump them over Notre Dame? Notre Dame hasn't really impressed me. And uh, were they going to uh, jump them over Georgia? Who already has one loss uh, already that struggled against Auburn in the beginning of the game as well. Uh, Oklahoma State, uh, maybe Cincinnati. I would say Cincinnati. But remember last year, everyone was was so excited when Cincinnati went to uh, Oklahoma or Ohio State. Oh, a big battle of Ohio and Ohio State just spanked them. So yeah. I understand why they put them at three, but I don't mind AP. It gets people talking. Again, for us odds makers, we love it. You, uh, the, the $20, $50 betters look at the AP, and that's how they make their plays. But I agree <laughs> with you. Uh, maybe week five and six uh, come out. That's why I, don't, I, I like the other polls that come out later. The AP is just for media. It is. It is. I agree. And I like your point with the uh, non-season betters, I should say, because if you're seasoned, you should know not to go off the AP list. But for uh, non-season betters, you do love those guys, and I can definitely see where you guys make your money at. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's uh, hate to say it, but it's true. Well, real quick, shout out to Raphael. Where can we and everybody else find you at besides on Monday nights here at BW Sports One? You can find me on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Raphael Esparza. I've been doing polls on Instagram. I don't know if you follow me, and the poll stinks. Fade the poll. You can vote it or fade it because right now the poll is three and seven. <laughs> it's the winner for the poll. So it's 70%. Just fade it. Just fade the poll and you'll be like ringing in dollars. So follow me over on Instagram at Rafael Esparza. You can find me on, uh, on DocSports.com. You can find all my crazy odds over at MyBookie.ag. And at MyBookie.ag, if somebody was to deposit their first deposit of up to $1,000 using promo code BWSports, the numeral one, you would get the full deposit match. You drop $1,000, you are going to be able to bet with $2,000. I love booking, uh, betting at my bookie. You're booking? Oh, geez, you're taking my job away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. That's why I got you on here with me, brother. <laughs> uh, real quick. Who is going to be the WWE champion at the end of the year? This is the spot, odds on the spot right here, buddy. For Raw, for Raw I think they're going to have Randy Orton probably for, uh, keep it for the rest of the year. He's such a great heel. Uh, I think they, he, they can use him in multiple multiple different ways, especially with the, new, with the draft that came in, so, uh, some new faces in Raw. So I think he'll be the champ, and I don't see them taking away – uh, the belt from Roman Reigns. I think the storyline of SmackDown with Roman Reigns and his family, I think it's kind of old. I mean, really, there's no way the Usos can beat Roman Reigns in anything. So I'm hoping that storyline 
uh, flattens out and uh, we get a new storyline over at SmackDown. But uh, I'm going to say RKO, which is one of my favorite uh, uh, wrestlers. is uh, The RKO move is just great. I love all the, the uh, memes that's out there. And I think uh, Roman Reigns will hold it. I think Reigns will probably lose it at WrestleMania. The best thing Roman Reigns could have happened in his career is turning heel and having Paul Heyman in his corner. My opinion yeah. only. Paul, Paul, no one, no one grabs the mic and speaks better than Paul Heyman. Maybe, oh, I'm taking that back. The Rock, no, is the best. Okay, so since you said that, we did put something out on Super Kicking It with Steven's uh, group page the other day. Had a picture of Stone Cold and The Rock. Give me a thumbs up for The Rock. Thumbs down for Stone Cold. Who do you oh, think I is better? Oh, I'm a big rock fan. I mean, okay. I'm the, I'm a big. I, I've met him multiple, multiple times. He's nothing but a nice guy. Yeah, I see that's a nice uh, rock. He was such a nothing but nice. Uh, so I'm a big rock, rock fan. You know, I never met Stone Cold. I've always seen him uh, walking around the casinos and stuff like that when they were in town. Never got to talk to him, but always been a big rock because I love great mic work. If you can sell it on the mic, you'll be an outstanding wrestler. You can stink in the ring. But if you have great mic work, you're going to be there for a while. And no one beats the Brock in the mic. And if you have Kane Velasquez work in the ring and the mic, you're not going to be there very long. Raphael, no. it's been fun, as always, on Monday nights. That's right. Bet your ass with Raphael Esparza, powered by First Financial Bank, 317-417-8582. And Sean Nugent, the rock star realtor, 317-503-8322. Raphael, thank you again for another fun Monday night. We will see you next week. Oh, you know what? Real quick before I sign off, we are trying. I want the odds real quick now. Thursday, got three of us going down to Daytona for Speedway Indoor Karting Daytona opening. Friday, we're going to be down there. How? What's the odds on uh, uh, us getting the one on a surfboard and doing surf lessons live? Ooh, all three of you guys, uh, or just one? I'll say one of you guys hits the board. Okay, there you are. I want you. Can you hear me? I can hear. You. Okay, I want you to throw those odds up. Just if we are able to get on the surfboard for surf lessons and will Damon be videoed? I would say one of you guys stays on the surfboard for less than five seconds. Damon falls off the quickest. <laughs> uh, so those are my eyes. Damon would be the first one to fall off the quickest. Damon. Yes. Minus That's 500. That's there you go. All right. I'll see you later, brother.